0: Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burge, and this is a show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do the review. Stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today, because she has also read the book, also she always joins me even if she hasn't read the book, is Juliana. Say hello.
1: Hi everybody.
0: And today we are reviewing a book which we actually, I read already last year and reviewed last year.
1: Yes, Juliana. so I already talked about it, even though I didn't know it.
0: Yeah, well, we talked about <laughs> it. We talked about the book together, um, and uh, the reason why I'm reading it again, reading it again, is because it's a very rare five-star book for me. Um, uh, because in the what 11, 12 years I've been doing this podcast. Oh yeah, by the way, Happy New Year! It's Happy the new, new Year! It's the first episode. We we tried recording this a few days ago, but the microphone broke, so we're doing this again. So I have to remember what we didn't bother recording when the microphone broke. It, but we got a new microphone from Audible. No, not Audible, from uh, Amazon. Amazon. We got a new <laughs> microphone from Amazon. So maybe this will sound slightly more echoey because now both of us have the like a, a more slightly echoey mic. But it means uh, we don't, I don't have to worry too much more about um, and the we'll audio quality s- and stuff.
1: It's the same level of-
0: Once we move house into the new apartment, yes. we'll have this, the office, which is not a big bedroom, which is big and echoey. We're going to have a studio. Yep. Well, it's going to be an office. We're going to make it more studio-like, where the microphone's already plugged in, ready to go. And some, some stuff on the walls to make it less echoey in yep. here, like, than in here. Anyway. Sounds good. So, Happy New Year. Um, yes. Uh, started this in 2008. Wow. So, from 2008... We're now in
1: 2020.
0: Yes. 2008. I don't like 2008.
1: Nobody said 2008. 2008
0: all the way up to 2010. And then from 2010, where you don't have to put an and eight, like 2008, 2009... 2010, 2011, and from and there on, that's that's yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it.
1: that's the format. I remember listening for. to
0: a, a radio show. I think in I think in 2011, where they were saying, okay, no, it was like in 2008, I think it was, and they were saying at the moment we're still saying 2008, but in the future it'll be too difficult to say 2000 and something because then it gets too long. So it won't be 19, because then it'll be like saying 1900 and. Uh, uh, 84 yes. or 85 was the year that you were... No, you say 1980. So they're saying, when is it going to cross over? And they were saying, it's going to happen in, in 11, like 2011, because 11 has got too many more syllables. So instead of saying 2011, you'll say okay. 2011.
1: I never said 2000 and something. I always said 2008.
0: 2008. Yes. You just, you missed out the eight. Yeah. All right.
1: I, I missed out the end, because it is ridiculous to say 2008. Yeah. And then you can just say...
0: Two thousand eight, two thousand eight, yes, sure.
1: This is how we do that in German. Yeah, so I and guess just, it's just a, a, you just a miss thing it out. We do. So, All right, but for me actually, it's quite difficult to say twenty twenty two. If I want to say twenty twenty two, that's just too many two 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 two. As a
0: German, you can't do the t-t-t-t-t-t.
1: Yeah, so I sometimes I try to say talk about the year. Yeah, twenty twenty two. But then I only said twenty twenty because that was like the amount of twenties. For yeah. me, that was like enough for, to say 2022. Yeah, that's really terrible year, 2022.
0: I like 2020. 2020 has got yes, such it's such a cool good. a cool name. Did you
1: say 2022. 2020,
0: it's a twenty. No,
1: no. 2022.
0: 2022, you got to, to miss out the miss out the T's. Twenty, Yeah, but. No, I say 20. I know, but then there's too many Ts in it, so it's exactly. 20, 22. Yeah. So if you just miss out, twenty, twenty-two, just miss out the second 20, T 20, in 20. 20. 20, 22.
1: What's that, what's that word,
0: 20? It's just how, Weird. it's just how okay. we say let's it. let's
1: just, we're actually here to... We've just, just spent three minutes about talking about
0: how to say 20. That's okay. ridiculous. so from 2008, no, from 2008 <laughs> yes. to 2020, uh, there has been, like, 15 books that I've given five stars to. Oh. Four- Fourteen books of five stars. Of how many? Of four hundred and sixteen episodes, which not every one of those is, is a, a book. Is a, is a, book. a book. Some yeah. of them have been movies, and some yeah. of them in special episodes. But then others, there's been like we talked about a series of books, yes. you know, so yeah. uh, or more than one book in one episode. But it's it's not, episode. A,
1: it's not a very common thing. It's to very happen.
0: uncommon. In two thousand eighteen, there were no five star books. I don't think. In two thousand nineteen, oh. there was one five star book, and it was. Here we go. Four, five minutes into the episode, we finally got to Uh-oh. it. Um, it's The Light Brigade by Cameron Hurley. Yes. And uh, yeah, so Cameron, so what we're going to do is not quite yet, but we, we've already done, I've already done a podcast about this book where i discuss it i say how much i enjoy it i give it five stars it's all good so if you want to kind of like you know just to start off with like a spoiler free discussion on that later on when we actually start we'll we'll blow the spoiler horn soon Uh, but just before we get to that if you if you want to have like uh, what do i like about this book if I've not read it yet, we have a whole other episode. Or oh, we'll just talk about it now. I mean, there won't be massive spoilers, I don't think. So, uh, well, I, I'm saying,
1: not. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, I, I just want to talk freely. it. we're going to
0: talk freely, more freely about it this time because it is our second discussion. Um, when I posted the, the, the first uh, discussion that we had, yeah. if it's a book that I like. Um, on Twitter, I'll and I know it's a good review. I'll tag the author in it, like say at uh, Cameron Hurley or something yeah. in it, and then so often I get the authors who who wrote the book will listen oh, yeah, to you the did podcast. Yeah, the last yeah the, Tad the a. Thompson one with, with, uh, yeah, with the Rosewater yeah with the Rosewater trilogy. He listened to our discussion of it and was like, oh thanks for thanks for that or whatever you know. I can't remember. Yeah. and uh, and obviously a few other people liked his tweet or whatever. Cameron Hurley mostly didn't like the the podcast because I accidentally said that. Um, the, uh, the 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 Le- the stars are legion, which is the previous book, the first book that I read of her. I thought that was her first novel. It turns Whoops. out, it turns out, not her first novel. She's written other fantasy sequences, uh, s- series and stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, not quite, not quite first novel. And she was mostly annoyed about that. And other people are like, hey, this is a five star book. SFVIP never gives five <laughs> stars. You should be really happy with this review. That is a five star. <laughs> anyway, so that was a, a little fun little uh, thing uh, back on on Twitter. Back in when was that? April last year um so uh, so yeah let's get into it the reason we read it again is because Juliana is always like hey what book shall I read and always looking through the library app and these other things and yeah. you can never remember which books and yeah. I was like, well let's let me make up a list of books or go back through the books that I've enjoyed which I think are appropriate for you. Yep. Um so maybe not the uh, the big chunky books about politics and mathematics, uh, which uh, I've given five stars to logic
1: recently. and work. Yeah,
0: and all that, that kind of stuff. But is it just an interesting story, one that's kind of approachable, likable, all that kind of stuff. So I yeah. yeah So I've I've given you some of these uh, Yeah, there's this, a note now, yeah, a, shared a, note, a shared note, which is on... called
1: Books Juliana might like. Yeah. Currently there's two things on it. What's that? Uh, A memory called Empire, which, happy enough, I I, I pre-ordered at the, yeah, the, the library, library can get
0: it for in free. the library
1: in German yeah. so yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, and Rosewater 2 and 3 okay yeah that, sure that's it I will you go back to add. and add
0: more I will add some you more you add more because you... Juliana read this book and then in the time normally what happens in the time that I read one book no in the time I, I read four books Juliana reads one book yes. but over Christmas and New Year Juliana's mostly been sitting on the couch reading so since you finished The Light Brigade you finished another two novels since then I Alistair. read like a, and, f-
1: I don't know five Four or five books. Yeah, in, since then, in, in the holidays in the time. So you also so great.
0: read. You also read the the second book from Alistair Reynolds in his um, in his uh, Blue Room Earth. Earth on
1: steel breeze Poseidon's
0: children yes. uh, and then in um, that's the Elephants in Space book and then you also just finished this morning or well, yesterday you finished the first 14 lives of Harry 15? August the first yes. 15 lives oh, <laughs> that's one more life than I remember the first 15 lives of Harry August yes, um, which I'm not going to reread and do another episode but when you read The Light Brigade again you were asking me questions about it you were things like oh is the main character a man or a woman like yeah. is it male or female and yeah. then you're asking me other things I was like you, all, and it's always difficult because this is always what happens when I've read a book and Juliana starts asking me questions. I almost straight away want to be like, Oh yeah, and then when they, yeah, I remember that happens and that and she was like oh, no that, that hasn't happened yet and I'm like oh no I shouldn't have mentioned like <laughs> no
1: never never say and that's anything. what happened
0: with the with the deepness in the sky you were asking about these things and I was like oh yeah and it's really great that this character this main character is back again you're like what and I'm like yeah that character is in it and then you're like oh that character was going under a, a different identity yes. and it's only revealed later on yeah. that that character is that so we had this big mismatch of like what ha- like because we were both reading the book at different paces <laughs> uh, but uh, but also you also
1: had. Uh, old memories
0: yes. from yes uh, i was behind earlier. where juliana had read but also i was ahead in terms of what my memories yeah. were yeah so
1: so um <clears throat> yeah so you, you wrote down several books on on the notes mm-hmm. and um and then what i always do because i have these three different no
0: we moved on from that topic okay. we moved on from that topic we're actually now talking anyway, about so I, the book i
1: i bought i went on iBooks yeah. and i bought uh, the light brigade yeah and no
0: we're past this topic now we can't go keep talking about no
1: that's important oh. because what's that um you have read these books yeah but quite in in like you had some time in between and oh, right. you, you yeah. read like other bits in between and yeah. like all this stuff but you still recommended both of them yeah uh, for me to read now here's the thing you can get kind of like filled up with certain science fiction topics. All oh, right. And I have been now over the uh, like just in December, basically. Yeah. Been like ingesting books about time travel. Now I'm, I'm now I would consider myself an expert in the different levels of time travel. And now that's good.
0: Yeah, I, you're I, done with time travel I, time for a while. Time travel
1: can can rest for a while. Yeah. What else did we unless... talk about?
0: We talked about recursion. Um, which is uh, which was another time, time looping book, and in that one we talked about. Someone actually was uh, said I think a good, on Goodreads or whatever they sent me a message, yeah. maybe saying, "See if you can talk about a time travel book without mentioning Groundhog Day or no, these other." Uh, yeah, I anyway, know, but it's tricky because these are seminal works. But I think um, when it all oh, right, let's just. Let, we might get into spoiler territory here, because this is the kind of stuff that I really want to get into. Yeah. Which I need to talk to about it in depth. That the first 14 lives of Harry August is doing some interesting stuff with time travel, but it's really it's like a it's, life, a it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a, a, a time loop. It's a time loop. You keep going back yeah. in, in time and then living the same life over and over. Very much time loopy stuff.
1: No, not the same life. Not the same life. He lives his life.
0: Yes, yeah, but I'm saying it's him living a life over and over and, yes. and, and stuff however like that. Long however, however long and whatever say, however that yeah.
1: unfolds. But yeah,
0: it's And the and again, don't need to go into that. But here's the thing it's tricky to do new things with time travel. Recursion by Blake Crouch actually does new things with time travel it's like based on what you remember and then kind of things and having these conflicting memories in your head hmm. and and all that kind of stuff and you're like all right that's clever that's interesting and all of these things do they everyone brings to their story a new like time travel conceit or new yeah. concept that they can explore in their science fiction first 15 lives of harry august does this thing where like you have to kill someone before they're born about harry august nobody knew where he was born because he was born in one place and when he was like one day old was moved somewhere else and yeah. he, he went like he didn't know who his ancestors were and that was- his superpower as a time traveler and also the information passing information into the past over the course of like oh if i meet someone who i'm young young and they're old yeah Yeah. like it's great that you can get all of that and here's the thing what does the light brigade do with time travel which hasn't been done before or hasn't been done in this way before which you found interesting what was what was the thing that grabbed you about the actual time travel thing
1: Um, Because it
0: took me pretty much my second reading to really understand what was going on here.
1: Well, um, it's not, I mean, it is a time travel. uh, It is, um, well, it's kind of more like a a space travel book. Because what actually happens is even though, um, well, here it is. It's basically one timeline. Yeah. And then just chopped off. Yeah. randomly
0: chopped up randomly
1: chopped up randomly yeah and then that person just jumps in Different parts. in between so
0: but it's not one but they story don't re- they what? do
1: remember then like exactly. in there Here it they comes. go, it they you, they you go linear forward yeah and then they experience this whole thing like chopped off so you could basically take this whole novel yeah and put it back together in the linear way
0: no you couldn't and here's the thing. This is, what, this is the clever thing. And again, I would much rather people listening to this stop listening to this episode. Go read the book. Experience this. Understand what's going on. Come back and listen to this because this, for me, is the thing that I would never normally mention in a, in a review like this because this is the key thing to understanding the book. The knowledge, the, the knowledge of, the, um, of the protagonist mm-hmm. of Dietz is the most important thing and she lives her life in in this chopped up way she's unstuck in time yeah but knowledge of what's happening is the thing which is which is crazily well handled in this book to the point that she that right at the very start of the book she says oh my mother saw something at her work but she didn't talk to anyone about it because everybody knows that if you see something strange you don't talk about it because then you're disappeared so it's, it's not that the the world that they're in, in this sort of like weird 1984, like corporate 1984, yeah. like super hardcore uh, corporate dystopia, cyberpunk dystopia that they're living in. Yes. The reason why the story is set in that is that that's the only way that this story can make sense, can actually work as a story, because nobody wants to talk to anybody about what's happening. Yes. She does in some ways, but generally... People do. She could have found out what was going on, but everybody is is so monitored all the time. Yeah. And that if she talks to anyone about it, she would no longer be part of it. Yeah. And she is the. She own... started
1: talking when something was offline.
0: Yeah. Like only when it but that's revealed yeah. later on when yeah. she gets that later part of her story she's saying oh we're not being monitored so much now now we can actually have some open more open discussion yes which couldn't happen at the start of the narrative not no. the story not this timeline but the, well, also the timeline but it doesn't happen at the start yeah. because she comes back and she was like oh I'm covered in blood I, I like I could tell people what's I am going naked. on here no what no. yeah
1: well, one time she was yeah, na- she, she, well, yeah one
0: time she arrives naked another time covered in blood another time in the wrong place she just yeah. turns up in South Africa or whatever yeah. Yeah. and but she can't tell anybody so this the, it's how information is revealed or how information is dealt out not to her as a character but also to her as a character because so many the thing that I hate about so many books is that the one two characters all like one character will know something and the main character won't and and then they'll say, ah, oh, we need to know. Oh, you're not ready to know that yet. You, you, you've read that bit in books. Oh, you, we're not ready to tell you yet. And yes. you're just like, no, you should tell that person. The logic of the story makes sense that that person should know it. But for the sake of the readers to have any mystery, mm. doesn't have it. And what this book does incredibly well is combine um, dystopia, cyberpunk dystopia um, paranoia mm. with exquisite time travel uh, diagram like you know like how you would diagram it out yeah. to with with the uh, to to uh, withhold is the word i'm looking for mm. withhold information from the reader in a way which doesn't feel like it's forced like everything has a time travel basis for it or a, 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 a cyberpunk dystopia reason for it yes to the point that so the dystopia thing is one thing that it stops characters sharing stuff around and then when something does start becoming obvious it's sort of like oh now the psychologists knew this all along but they weren't telling me because they knew that I was being you know they were playing it was a game that was being played and only later on do you understand that some people actually understood what was going on and yeah. some people were being unstuck in time but also the, the crucial story part of it the crucial story part is that she, if she did know what was going on and did reveal what was going on, her loop couldn't exist because other people who were experiencing this crazy stuff talked to about, talked to other people about it. It was revealed, and then they were removed, and they they couldn't continue on. Hmm. And this is the thing that I've talked about before in other time travel stories, and also in my own time travel stories that I've written, is uh, is that it's very difficult to have somebody intentionally not affecting the world so when they replay it again or there's another loop or something else happens that they haven't affected the world enough for it to have broken the story. Because Mm. if you know something the second time through and you act differently the second time through, Mm. or if you know something that's happened in the past Mm. and you act differently because of it, you change the past and then you're stuck in that grandfather paradox and you can't exist or whatever. That situation can't exist. And this book gets around that really, really well by the dystopia paranoia. That she doesn't want to talk to anyone and she's always saying, Oh, if I talk to anyone about this, I'm going to be in a, in a lab. I'm yeah. going to be doing... She's like, no, I want to stay. I don't want to be promoted. She does that whole section. I don't want to be promoted. I want to stay as a grunt because she knows that later on she's still a grunt. Mm. And then at some point she's actually... um Yeah, you know, you know, some <laughs> lieutenant. Mm. And it ca- catches her mm. out and she's like, oh, all this time I've been acting as this one level. So she mm. actually doesn't want to get promoted mm. because she realizes that she has to stay. And that is also then like a story problem that she has to or a life problem that she's got to overcome that she wants to she knows she's going to survive, but she doesn't want to be promoted so her trying not to affect the world and not to spread the information around is a main part of the story
1: yeah, but that's the whole thing about this, right? So she experiences things like yeah. at the start, we know something happened, yeah, and for this to happen, yeah. She has to not affect anything.
0: She has to not also she also has to not know about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So it's this kind of like um what do I try to say? It's yeah. it's you know, the bit in the matrix that yeah. that freaked me out for weeks and weeks yeah. was the bit where Neo goes into to the apartment of the of the psychic woman. Yeah. And she holds up her hand and says, Oh, don't worry, it's it's fine. Don't yeah. worry about this. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the he whole- breaks the vase yeah and then it's like this okay she knew
0: yeah that that he you do this yeah and then it's time travel on free will all whoa, and one in one that's the, all in, yes. that's the genius of the matrix that they wrap yeah. it up into this This like so you know, crazy 30 seconds yeah bit.
1: i yeah. i doubted like whole the whole life for, for <laughs> weeks and months afterwards anyway so this whole paradox of you know something will happen you want to change it by wanting to change it you're making this happen
0: yeah it's the grandfather paradox if you go back and kill your grandfather do you still exist that kind of thing
1: yeah but but then no but then um well yes that's part of it but okay something happens yeah you know about it yeah you try to avoid it yeah by trying to avoid it you're causing it
0: yes So, yeah, it's that time loop thing, yes, yeah, it's- it gets stuck in the time loop. But here's the thing, that is a problem in most, in most science fiction time travel. What I'm saying is that Cameron Hurley here, the genius is what she's done, is she's taken the things which are normally a problem about time travel Yeah and Solving it
1: with an, with another
0: not, not only solving it but making that the story Yes Like she's made the lack of information dissemination and the lack of sharing information which would normally break time travel She yeah. made that into the story by creating this like para- this dystopia paranoia yeah. Like or playing within that dystopia paranoia This wouldn't work if it wasn't This time travel wouldn't work if it yeah. wasn't set in a paranoia because dystopia then- it
1: would be like Fifteen Lives of Harry August yeah. where he actually goes and meets yeah. the... Meets the, the, the time travellers and Meets like the time travellers yeah. and they talk amongst each yeah. other and they are actually doing
0: stuff. And here it's revealed that other people have had this gift, if you want to call it a gift, yeah. that they, get, they also are getting unstuck in time or seeing things which don't happen. Yeah. And they're all experiencing their own wars. But because those other people... Talk about it too early yeah. in the overall, in the you know, in the complete or in one of the complete timelines mm. that have been played out, mm-hmm. because they're they're o- like they overshare. It means that they no longer can affect it because their time travel ability is taken away, taken away from it. From the yeah. So then they are in this, they're in this kind of stranded timeline. Their timeline that they kind of created went off by themselves. Yeah. And now they're either stuck in a loop, because some of them, oh, I'm stuck in this loop, I can't get out of this loop. Yeah. Or they're in this like orphan time strand. Yeah. And Dietz is the only one by not sharing the information and by keeping it to herself and just sitting there. She doesn't things she off.
1: doesn't always do that by because she she wants to, no, and that's, but she's the, that's forced the crazy to, thing. to. But not.
0: It, it's all there. Her mother saw somebody materialize, saw yeah. a, like was it someone at the at the water fountain materialize, yeah. coming or came out of the food printer or whatever yeah. it is, and they're like, oh shit. And that, that she was told from her mother mm. at the start of the book mm. is the reason why she goes all the way through and that story can work for her.
1: I don't uh, remember that. Exactly. Because you don't pick like, up this on that. Because these is the that. things, like if you start a book the thing, and there's like a, 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 headline, a headline in the first chapter yeah. and you read it, okay, yeah. it doesn't have any meaning
0: to you yeah that's why i wanted to talk to you about this book again on my second read through because i want to talk about these things which you uh, which especially in a time loopy time travel story you only notice it on the second read through but it isn't what most of these time travel stories w- which are doing you know like i said about recursion and these uh, and you know that star trek uh, discovery episode where like i pause after a minute of the episode and say oh we're in a time loop we're doing we're groundhog daying today <laughs> like i can pick it up because it's using the the time travel it's yeah. using the problem of time travel yeah or like the the structure of time travel stories to try and get around that problem
1: yeah.
0: of saying, oh, what hap- what would happen if time would loop around like that? And they and they they just using the tropes. Cameron Hurley isn't using a time travel trope to solve a time travel problem. She's using a story, character, and world building thing to solve issues with time travel stories. Yes. Another thing that she's doing is using the structure of the story itself, and this is something I didn't notice the first time through until it's kind of almost explicitly said, okay. that she is experiencing this this sequence of events out of time yeah but the first experience that she that she experiences out of time she skips over and doesn't go back to until the second to last chapter of the book the first trip to mars that she takes she doesn't we don't read about it no we
1: don't read about it we don't read about it
0: until the very end yeah but that's where the most crucial thing happens of course and and I was, when that happened, and in the first book, I was like, oh, yeah, but that was only her first team, and we were only with that team in the training. Now, yeah. most most uh, military science fiction of an Ender's Game type, or an Old Man's War, or, or you like, know, Starship Troopers, the, or whatever. The Day After Tomorrow, no, uh,
1: the um, Die and Repeat with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah.
0: You you stay with the squad for a long time. Yeah. The longer you spend with the squad, the more you care they about them. Get to know them. And then when each one of them dies along the way, yeah. Uh, you, Again, not time travel. Time travel, If put aside any time travel stuff. I'm talking about like the classic military science fiction stuff. Yeah. The more time that you spend with the squad, you, the better you get to know them as each one of them dies or is promoted or whatever, or they move away, mm. you have feelings for them in that way. The relationships build up over that. And I realize what happens here in this book is that she spends time training with a squad and then it gets that first time skip and then all of them disappear. But they're still very present throughout the entire time. She's always thinking, she's... Oh, what about this person? Yes. What about that person? What about this person? What about uh, this person? Is
1: this now a time where they are still here? Yeah, or, or are they, they already? But or she But she knows or... that
0: they disappeared in that first in that first time. And I didn't realise how much of how much those people played a part throughout the entire story in yeah. their, her head all the way through. Well I did know, but it was yes, but reading it's... it a second time is so interesting. But that makes it so much more important that when she's like, Oh, I've got to go back to the first time. Yeah. I've got to go back to that first trip to Mars. The first trip to Mars, is that something important happened. Yes. She's like, Something important happened there, but I don't understand it. No. But she can't find out about that because everybody who was on that trip either didn't come back, or if they didn't come back, they. Um, they were, uh, th- 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 are they dead or not dead? You know, yes. it's that thing that was saying, like, you, you never know if someone's dead but, or not you know, until the you see body. But this is the genius thing
1: about this, is that at the beginning, yeah. we get to know all these characters. Yeah. And at the very end,
0: they all come back again.
1: What? What? No! What she does, and because it happens, yeah, they're not at dead. The, at the end, she yeah. takes care yeah. that they don't die. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not only that she then, takes care that they don't die. She realizes what she has to do for all of the timelines to yes. match up. And if she, she knows wouldn't, where to break the chain, yes. Yeah. And if
1: she wouldn't wouldn't experience this like But it's this, all there like like at missing... the start of the
0: book. It's all there at the start yeah, of the I book, know. which I thought was just oh, military science fiction getting because I went into this not even knowing that it was the first time I read it, not even knowing it was a time travel, and then not even knowing the kind of thing that I went in. It was going into this book blind. It was so good because everything was new and that's why it blew me away here's the thing on that second read through i'm like knowing what's happening knowing Mm. the overall story there was a few characters which i couldn't remember exactly Mm. of of who was who Mm. and things but generally i had it all in my head Mm. and as it was revealed to me the second time through listening to the audiobook i was like yes nailing it nailing it nailing it nailing it and and it's so refreshing to read that because often you will read through a book the second time, and there's a few things where like ah, well that was a bit wishy washy, yeah. and ah oh, there's a few plot holes there, but like the things that you forgot, you've them. forgotten about. Yeah. And, but other times you can have a good experience of a movie, but like and then you but you don't bother doing the fridge logic. You know the fridge log is, logic is you finish a movie and you really enjoy it, and then you go and get a, a, um, a bottle of drink out the fridge or go and get a fr- something out of the fridge, and you're like. Hey, wait a second! Why didn't that character just tell that character at that moment, and then that would have solved everything? And you, but, but if but if you need
1: that time to think about it.
0: Yeah, but the whole point is that it works for you as a movie experience if you're not thinking about it during the movie. Yes. Whereas if you're only thinking about it after the movie finishes, it you still had that good movie experience. Yes. But sometimes you'll forget the fridge logic thing and just remember the good experience, and then the second time through you're like. Oh yeah, I remember, Like we were just watching the, uh, we the watching X-Men movie. The X-Men movie. Yeah. And the second X-Men movie of the original X-Men trilogy is yeah. pretty good, pretty yeah. good, enjoyable yeah. movie. Yeah. And the third movie, there's no specific scene in that which is bad, there's no specific acting in it is bad, there's no action in it that is bad, but just the overall movie, it feels like every two scenes put together creates like another plot hole that you could drive a bus yeah. through or put a bridge through like you yeah. could fly a Golden Gate Bridge through the plot holes in that movie but ha, ha, individually, ha, ha. individually ha. the scenes are impressive individually the acting is great Indiv- like at yeah. and a moment to moment basis it's not basis,
1: cohesive at all it's just
0: not cohesive yeah. but I forgot all the incohesiveness I was like oh yeah I remember this movie someone said it wasn't going to be very good when I got to the movie but I remember it good there's the bit where they fly the ship there's this fun scene with this character there's this great character moment over here this person gets a hero moment there and then I was like oh yeah like that but uh-huh. so I don't like sometimes you read when I reread a book yeah. it's the same kind of thing with the, uh, with the with the deepness in the sky I was like oh this is great this book is about spiders and space yeah. it's better than it's better than these other books it's, the, it's a foundation and then I was reading it I was like oh right this there's the this whole other half of it.
1: the book which I totally just forgot thing. Thing.
0: this is the second time I've read this book in 12 months and I enjoyed I wouldn't say I enjoyed it more the second time I, I've, I had a very very different appreciation with it Yes, but I'm so but it's pleased still, it's
1: still at the same level so I'm it's not so like you now Read it, that it holds up and then it's go ah oh, actually you know what it's really only like a, a yeah. four-star book
0: yeah it's like w- if the information management in this book hadn't been as clever and as exquisite as I I thought it was at, when I was reading the end of it. The yeah. first, like when I was getting to the end of it, I was like, "Oh, that's so great! It was all put together. The puzzle pieces yes. all came together. Yeah, yeah. The information management came together. The yeah. time travel, the stuff all works out in a way which is like just vague enough that you understand that you don't. Nobody actually know understands the rules of yes. this time travel. Yes. And I always think that's important. That sometimes if if everything is too scientifically and clear and linear, yeah. that you're like, "Oh no, that has to be. There has to be some mystery to time travel. Because if there isn't. It, it just becomes the time travel war like it is in Recursion. Oh, we understand exactly how it does. Everyone can time travel to exactly the moment that they want yeah. and, it, and they can just control everything in exactly the way that they want. That isn't good for fun storytelling. You actually want a bit of ambiguity. You know, True. like in car chases, you never know if someone's going to be caught, if they're going to crash, if they're going to get away. And the drama of the car chase comes with the... that Computers aren't driving the cars in a perfect information game yeah. like that. Yeah, The, the drama comes from... Are they going to have to jump here? Are they going to make the jump? Is it going to crash here? Yeah. What's how long is it's it going like to work? When like when
1: you that? had we just from the X Men movie that there, there yeah. was this one guy who uh, threw fire and the other guy threw uh, mm. ice and they had exactly the same power level and then yeah. they were shooting stuff at
0: it. Who would have known that someone shooting fire and someone shooting ice would exactly. There will be this blast exactly halfway, which, of course, is a comic book movie. That works perfectly yeah, in the comic book because you just see these two lines and coming they, in. And, then and all they, it says is like, it's kind
1: of like, OK, this yeah. is equal forces. So yeah. they are these nullifying two, each these other. These two are equally okay.
0: matched. And you well, go, OK, great, so. equally matched. And then you turn it. But like how long to hold that moment in a movie? Yeah. It's sort of like mm, they're holding that a bit too a little bit too long or yeah. whatever. So, uh,
1: um, so there's another n- another bit in this in this book that you actually get much much earlier than the time travel. I know, of of course, it's obvious that some time travel stuff is going on. But first of all... Oh, yeah, when you
0: start skipping time, you realise she's not just forgotten stuff.
1: Yes, but also further f- like at the very first thing that you get it yeah. is uh, like a uh, yeah a corporate dystopian war movie yeah. War bu- book yeah war
0: book yeah why is she signing and- up to fight for these people because she become a citizen you know the, the, the yeah, kind yeah of-
1: there's this kind of levels but first of all we experiencing somebody training for war and then going yeah. into war yeah and I hate war yeah there's nothing more on earth I hate more
0: I do I do I don't like gangsters and movies about gangsters okay carry on
1: okay sure i don't like that either but what is is like no no i can enjoy really a war worse.
0: movie i can't enjoy gangsters the,
1: and so i i'm already like like okay I, i'm reading about something i really don't like okay and um also it's like throughout the whole book yeah this is also quite impressive yeah. uh, there's never a pronoun mentioned for the main character. Yeah. Now you said it already if you talk about it as her. Yeah, but at the it beginning. Is
0: her. her name's Gina, it's like revealed at the end of the book. Or yes. Whatever.
1: But at the beginning it isn't. Yeah, so okay. it's always talked about Dietz and yeah. nothing else. Yeah. So it's a, a generic soldier person with the name Dietz. Yeah. And it's never revealed. And then so I'm like, in my head, this is like this weird thing going on. Um, it's this it's this weird twisty, twisty kind of um,
0: The gender reveal took you on a journey, is that what you're saying? Yes, definitely,
1: because then in the book at some point comes this interrogation process, which is inserted into the main story, Yeah. right? And there, it's the first time that that interrogated person is called a pronoun. And it's never said who that is and what's going on. But then I asked you at some point, oh she like the the person being interrogated yeah is actually Dietz, right and she is a woman
0: and i said to you i don't know how far along in you in the book yes. you are i you don't know, want to this. but so that weird.
1: was the first time i actually
0: th- oh, no i actually i think that time you asked me that question i just looked at you and i just didn't even respond it was yeah. one of those things i was like why are you anything, asking me this yes, question anything
1: like- could now spoil it yeah, <laughs> yeah i understand so you didn't say anything but i figured it out at that point and yeah. and this is always like these kind of if this is done in the way it's done here if really well, I'm kind of, like, questioning the the, the characteristics that, that are being put towards genders. So, like, um, the way that Dietz is acting yeah. is very raw and, like... I
0: just think it's a military story.
1: Hmm. Yes. But me as a woman
0: yeah you don't identify I, with that <laughs> so much
1: no no so to me it's always been like um this meandering and this is great this is amazing if 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 there's a character and it's just a person and it doesn't it's not like oh she's a, a whimsy woman or like a, a a manly woman or a flimsy man and a manly man you're reading this in an the
0: ebook though yeah. Yeah. The narrator is a female narrator. So when I oh. go into a book with a female narrator, like generally it's gonna have like, and there's only one main character, they generally book uh, like book someone mm. in or like yeah, get a, a female like a woman yeah. to narrate a, a book with a woman protagonist. Let me put it that way. Right. Generally, not always, it, but it generally happens that way.
1: Okay. So um, does the character come across different to you when? Would-
0: I don't know. Again, like the previous book that I read of Cameron Hurley was set on a spaceship where every character is a woman, and it's a spaceship which is a female spaceship, and they repair the spaceship by giving birth to different parts of the spaceship. What? Like they're inseminated <laughs> by the spaceship. Oh, no, no, yeah, maybe the, oh, yeah, the spaceship is male, and you they're inseminated by the spaceship and give birth to spaceship parts and things like fun. that. So, and that was like, lesb- uh, that was kind of like a lesbians in space book or something. So I was reading up a follow-up book of, oh, okay. of, of someone, well, I o- of a book, which is like to- like gender and z- sexuality and all those other kind of stuff is is so far off in one direction yeah. that coming to this book, I was just be like, oh yeah, the, the woman who's bisexual is the easiest way to understand what's going on in the story. And that, that was just kind of where my brain was at from the start. Yeah, I guess. you know.
1: Well, for me, it wasn't. So, um... Yeah. I was always like my my character was always meandering, and I like, I really enjoy this yeah because it it does exactly what I would love gender to be like yeah
0: we've talked about that on many podcasts though the, i know
1: uh, we did i know we did but this was yeah. very apparent in this book again. For, so i need you to at least point it out uh, i'm okay. going over,
0: i'm going over to my over, over to my notes here uh, oh, oh
1: one second okay, I, okay. I have one more thing that i need to say um because uh, because i actually had the the brain space and the time yeah to to read these lots of books yeah. so i read this in english yeah um i thought it was very nice to to just read yeah so it was um did you at, look at the night German night. title?
0: Is the is the German title a spoiler? Like no, Um, Oh,
1: don't you
0: remember? Not on this book. Don't worry about not it. Not okay. on this book. I no, think. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: on like I, I looked up um, oh, which book did I look up? Yeah, no, this this in German. No.
0: No, no, it was the. Uh, the oh no! It
1: was the the Murderbot series. Oh yeah, Murderbot series. And the yeah. Murderbot series it comes it comes out in German as a um as a collection, a collection yeah, because for short this stories, is yeah. this is how I would like it. Yeah. But because it's and I read into it in German and it's really like bad. Weird language, no, not so good would, translated. Yeah, I wouldn't uh-huh. want to read this in in, in no. German. I think a
0: lot of this book, like I wouldn't trust a translator to do a good job yes. with this book.
1: No, it's it's really well. It's not too overcomplicated language. Yeah. and It is,
0: but also just the like just you say, the silly, gender stuff. Like, yeah. gender is a way hard. I mean, it's it's easier to uh, conceal in English mm. because like it's not just there's just pronouns to worry about. Yes. Whereas in German, in Germany, there's lots of other way things. Way more
1: stuff. Yes. Like so I, I don't know about is it a
0: soldier or is it a soldier in or whatever yeah. you know all these different kind of things these. so
1: I, I wouldn't uh, yeah this is good to read for me as a not uh, German but what I what I actually yeah. wanted to say is that I finished this book in yeah. 10 days yeah and that's
0: pretty good for you an English, English book
1: yeah so um, I I was sucked into it it's it's one of those books.
0: It's not an easy book, but it's certainly it's not, a rewarding book and it's a, Yeah, it, it, and it it, it moves the way it moves forward
1: yeah. and kind of grabs you and you want to know what is going on. Like yeah. what what is coming the next time I turn a page. Yeah. And because it is these hard cuts in between it doesn't feel like, you know, not lots of novels you suddenly have like a, a main character but then also four other characters and then suddenly you're in the story with this one character and you're really enjoying that. Yeah. And then There's a next chapter with a person that you've already almost forgot and then about a storyline that you don't even care so much about. Yeah. But here, because it is concentrating on this one... It's
0: just one thing and you just go through
1: it. Yeah, Yeah. and it it skips in the things, so it's always a new, fresh... Story bit, yeah. But every every story it's, bit it's is the with
0: information reveal. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That information reveal is a it's it's perfectly yeah. paced. Yeah. For every time that you're kind of getting a handle on it, and and and, uh, and to sort of like, oh, I need to find out about this thing, and yes. she's got I've got this thing in mind. I need this problem to be solved, and then she turns up and she's like, oh, I'm not in the right place to solve that problem. Yeah. Now I've got another problem which yeah. also needs to be solved. And each one of those. Things is kind of solved by the last place that she goes, which is actually the first thing that happens yes. after the first time scale, or oh, with that first time shift as well. Yes. Um. I wanted to mention. Actually, I made a note of it here. Um. That the uh, that the gender is only revealed at the very end. Yes. I think actually Heinlein does a similar thing with race in Starship Troopers. You find out at the t- at the end he's like Latino. He's he's you know mm. Rico or whatever. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I think that's what happens there. Um and uh, and this has lots of other references to these other books you you pointed out you're like oh there's a line here her smoke rose up forever yeah. and you're like is that intentional as like there is no way that's not intentional yeah. like that where she gets interrogated or one of the places or no she doesn't get interrogated she gets um her therapy sessions take place in Room 101. There's no way that's not a 1984 reference, oh, you yeah. know, and being oh, unstuck that. in time It's yeah. like it's it's purely Slaughterhouse-Five, you know, yes. oh,
1: Slaughterhouse-Five is actually being mentioned like
0: yeah I think it's mentioned explicitly. explicitly. But I'm saying there's other things which aren't mentioned explicitly. No, but Room 101 It, it, it has to be that her yes. smoke rose up forever. It has to be yeah. these other yeah. these other authors. Yeah, I so, definitely
1: noticed these but little... the great thing is,
0: is that that is that is fan service or whatever they say, that is references done right. Yes. Because your enjoyment of the story doesn't rely on, on you understanding. To... No. I, I listened to a podcast and someone said, oh yeah, at the end of the Star Wars movie, someone hands something to Chewbacca and says, Leia wanted you to have this and she was holding it. What was that thing? Like, oh no. I was confused about it, oh,
1: and Chewie gets
0: a medal, but, you, but that only makes sense if you're if into you Star know. Wars enough that you know the fact that Chewie doesn't, get, doesn't a medal, get a medal, in, which is yeah. exactly my problem with the, with the, um, one of these books, I can't remember which one of it is, but one of these, um, uh, popular culture references done badly books. You know, like the like what is it, the um like the book where everybody becomes a Star Trek character or whatever it was, the uh, no, We Are Legion. No, We Are Bob, We Are Legion or whatever it is. I don't
1: I haven't read this book. It's
0: a book where the main character is super into Star Trek and loads of it is just Star Trek references. Yeah the same kind of thing with these with um you know Ready Player One. Yeah. Where it's sort of like, oh and here's a reference and here's another reference and here's another reference reference, like oh if I don't know that reference I'm not enjoying it. Yes. If I do get the reference, so I'm not in... Oh, no, that was it. It was Ready Player One where they talk about Chewie getting a medal. Yes. Like, you know... I think so. And they're like, oh, and something Chewie doesn't get a medal. And I was like, that's not geeky enough for me that you're revealing in this book that Chewy, Chewbacca doesn't get a medal yeah. to impress me you have to say that was fixed in this fan edit where yeah. in this fan <laughs> yeah. edit yeah. um someone actually gave you <laughs> because a, if you a, actually
1: a, are like as geeky as yeah. The, yeah if
0: you're geeky about Star Wars uh, to show off you can't just use geeky you can't just use Chewie Chewie doesn't first get first level
1: it. geekiness that's
0: first le- Chewie doesn't get it. it's first level geekiness this is
1: kind, my kind of uh, and that's
0: fine to pay off in a movie which is pay like which is first first level geekiness you can do that yeah. in the Star Wars movie and that kind of it, it kind of backs up what I was saying about Ready Player One not being geeky enough yeah. even though it was full of geek pop references, pop culture yeah. references, because it was only that first level reference it didn't it didn't use that to say anything about anybody's character except this person's a real nerd about 80s pop culture references. Yeah. Um, and But that's the thing, that reference that Chewie didn't get a medal was too deep and spoiled somebody's enjoyment of it because this thing that was meant to be this real strong connection of a main character dying, Leia dying, <laughs> spoiler, Leia dying, and then giving che- and then Chewbacca's hero moment at the end. Mm. Why was that like? Why was that in that bit of fan service inserted in there yeah. in a way which just disrupts people's enjoyment and emotional flow at that point of mm. the of the movie? Yeah. Light Brigade doesn't do it. No. It inserts those things which lets you enjoy things more. It reveals more about what's going on or kind of what's being reflected in a different way. Yes. Like in, 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 uh, in Light Brigade, everything is like super corporate like dystopia yeah. and in 1984 everything is like the other side it's the socialism the socialist uh, 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 kind of no not corporate yes totally socialist yeah and in this book the socialists are the bad guys you know so it's but it's it's saying reflect on what's going on here that this is the corporate dystopia communist
1: uh, communist no about.
0: corporate dystopia no, yes
1: but i'm saying in this like the, it's not yeah okay it doesn't matter
0: okay i'm saying corporate dystopia yeah. and socialist communist dystopia are enemies and they both have a room 101. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, get you know, it. I And it's asking you to reflect on what's happening in room 101 here which yeah. is therapy yeah. and what happens in room 101 in the other one which is they try and find the thing that's the most torture, the yes. most torturous. Yes. And by putting in that that reference to 1984, the book is asking you to reflect. Mm. It's not saying a statement. Oh, corporation rooms 101 is where you go to get better and and get you know and and have fun therapy sessions and try and improve yourself. Because it turns out it isn't. It's all it, it isn't that at all. But. If you don't know that this is a reference to 1984, it's, it's a just it a makes room. sense. It's just a room it's number. It's just a room. But if it is, it allows you, it, it prompts you to think about it a little bit more deeply. Mm. And that's what I love that pop culture references can do. No, this isn't even pop culture. So this is literary references, mm. that the level that you can work at in a book, that the level that the book is asking you to consider yeah. by saying, oh, Unstuck in Time, Slaughterhouse-Five, like, what is the message of that book? What is the message of this book? What is the solution in that book? What is the solution in this book? Yeah. What is the mental health issues in that book? What are the mental health issues in this book? You know, it, it's just bringing that in and saying, I'm playing in this space. Like, I'm exploring this territory. And if you know this territory, here's some little signposts, either in the right direction or signposts in the opposite direction, and it allows you to do that. Yeah. Also,
1: it gives you an an, an additional an additional ground to to uh, to deep to to like to have an additional thoughts to Mm. what is already presented. Yeah. So, like, there is a book. Yeah. that has certain things that you keep thinking about yeah. within this book frame yeah. and then if you do get a reference yeah. you then suddenly
0: start yeah you, you just it just you, allows you kind of to like, see outside from outside yeah, the box yeah so it's a little yeah.
1: bit it feels a bit like a like like a like a, like a tree, yeah. that you have a, a book, like a, 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 a branch, a branch yeah. and then you can or don't have to, yeah. depending on your knowledge, yeah. it can just well, sprout out. Is, I don't
0: even think it's like you go on a different branch. I think it's sort of like, here's my tree, and there's another tree over there, and... From this tree, we can see that tree, and also if you've climbed that tree, you'll you'll know what this tree looks like from the outside. And from
1: above, you see all the the trees. So
0: that's what I'm saying. And also, if it makes enough references, you understand. Oh, I'm now viewing this book in the landscape of previous science fiction books, like previous military science fiction books, previous dystopian books, uh, science fiction dystopian books, and previous time travel books. And it's and it's situating by these other pop culture references. It's situating itself. In this territory, but isn't doing so in a way that's getting in the way of your enjoyment if you don't understand which territory you're yeah, in. Yeah, you
1: can read it just as just like your first yeah. your first ever science fiction and book. And when you read I Her mean, Smoke Rose quite...
0: Forever, you're just like, oh, that's an interesting turn of phrase. Yes. And I'm sure there's many references in this book. I mean, that I just made a even... few of them that I didn't even know. I mean yeah. there's probably lots more. But yeah. that's the that's the joy of reading a book where pop culture references or literary references or movie references or all these references are done correctly. Yes. Like there's I I think it's possible to read this but, but I, I even saw here uh, where somebody said oh um, sadly this complicated mo- mosaic unfolds into a pretty simplistic world capitalism evil destruction defective socialism ben- benevolent regenerating perfect that isn't what this book is saying this this book isn't Zivan who rated this book four stars this isn't um a simplistic world this is the world that is necessary for this story Mm. and the the two sides of the war where one side the you know the the martians are perfect and solve all the problems and are creative (laughs) and everything's perfect that isn't the truth that's not the truth in this book
1: no they don't exist
0: what the martians yeah well they they do exist but the well, whole point is that like it's we never find out what the martians are actually like No, the, we never the actually... actions the actions that are taken by the main character in this book are in ignorance of what the martian what mars is actually like and what the martians are actually like
1: yeah because yeah. they get told as
0: soldiers from above yeah you just no no i'm saying even when she doesn't believe that yeah. i'm saying like the book isn't telling us that yeah. corporatism is purely bad and socialism is purely good mm. it isn't do it can't be doing no. that it's saying totalitarianism bad and by that there's a room 101 is reflecting that oh if socialism communism is always so creative why is there a room 101 mm-hmm. in 1984 where everyone's living in a in a uh, socialist and um, communist Uh, utopia slash dystopia or whatever you know whichever way around when everyone's equal everything's fine it's like yeah but then if someone questions equalness they're put in room 101 and rats eat their face yeah you know there's there's different ways you know there's different ways of looking at it and sure you can look at it as just this is very simplistic but i don't think it's very simplistic because you the only way to read it is via these other lenses oh i mean not the only way the way that you can read it and appreciate it is looking through the lens of like Heinlein, when he was saying in Starship Troopers, oh, the only people who can be citizens is that you have to serve in the military if you want to be a citizen. Yeah. And people thought he was advocating for that. And they're like, wow, this is like fascism propaganda. Whereas in other books by him, if you read them, he's completely going against that idea, yeah. you know, those those different ideas. It's a lot more idea and all that kind of stuff. So Heinlein's playing in a space where in this one book, he can explore the idea that, oh, military service guarantees um, citizenship, you know? Yeah. And that exactly happens in this book as well. There's yeah, sort of military course. service guaranteed citizenship. Um, and so yeah, that's what they're doing. Like this book is playing in the same kind of worlds which all these other science fiction books talk about politics and talk about free will and talk about time travel and talk, talk about militarism and talk about corporate structures and all these other kind of things. It, it isn't simplistic. It's t- it's using a structure which is required for the story that it's telling. Yeah. And I think if it tried to add in too much subtlety in, oh, but maybe the corporations aren't all bad, and maybe the socialists are bad, that destroys the idea of the information that Dietz has on the socialist um, utopia that's set up on Mars. For her, it's something which is unobtainable. It's something which is mysterious. She goes to fight the Martians and never fights the Martians. They don't no. turn up. She goes to find the Martians, and they, like, they're out of reach. She goes to fight Martians and all she finds are people from other corporations exactly. who are just left over yeah. there. Yeah. She goes to fight the Martians and then destroys an entire Martian city, which is only perfect from her point of view. But the Martians aren't there. We never meet the Martians. No. It's the withholding of information makes the story work.
1: Yes, otherwise it doesn't it make
0: it simplistic. It no. makes the story work. Alright, yeah. I, th- I think I've got to the end of my notes. What, are, what other notes do I have? Yeah, I'm just... We only find out about the start of the war at the end of the story. Yeah. And we only find, and also we don't even have the end of the war because we go off in a different timeline at the end she's got two sets of memories which is crazy after all of that i was trying to make sense i was like oh this goes to there this goes to there how yeah. do they get past the end and then yeah. she keeps talking about oh we don't get past the end and other oh. people were stuck in a loop and i was like but what are the rules what are the rules what you know and i was doing this kind of stuff <laughs> and then at the end they're like oh actually she did break the these people that she removed she yeah. she wasn't just flying them to mars she was removing from them from the timeline yes yeah, you right. know But then also
1: from the timeline that she then, from then on... Yeah,
0: she was the bad guy. She was the, she was the... But
1: then we, yeah, but she, by doing this... Yeah. She saved all of them all the way along. Yes. By removing them. All of them. But then she's living this... She lived both sides of the life. Oh, it's, yeah, it's crazy.
0: She has two sets of memories, yeah. which is actually what they do, which is what Blake Crouch was doing in Recursion, where at the, once the time travel is revealed, or once you get to that moment of the time travel, yeah. you all, your, all the memories all come back, so you actually then have two sets of memories in your brain. So yeah. it's weird, like, that is the same kind of conceit that, that's played out in that same way. Yeah. She's got, she had a, an entire set of memories from her time on Mars, and an, an entire, entire set of set, memories.
1: Yeah, on, actually,
0: she- I'm not sure she does have it, because I think there's still a gap. In, in that time when she breaks out the loop, she doesn't have some of the memories from like the nine hundred days that she's marked on the wall or something really? like. Yeah, I think she only gets through about nine months of that. I think there's about a two year gap where she doesn't have memories from that from that wall. But that might not be true. Maybe when she goes back there, she fills in some of those those lines. Now what
1: what what is quite also quite apparent is that um, in some some time she doesn't even know um, how much time has passed. Yes. So they yeah. this the 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 marks on the, the wall marks, the marks on the bed Yeah yeah the It'll marks be, yeah. on the bed I never yeah. really that like of a Are they like, trustworthy a, yeah. it, like it, it, it's not 100 yeah. percent. definitely not because she's like spending a time frame and yeah. then tries to remember but yeah
0: it's not quite and when clear. she goes over and does this guard duty over there and comes back she was like that
1: was how many yeah yes here. exactly yeah, yeah. So, it's, it, it, so it's it's not quite exact
0: but yeah the when she comes back and she's broken all these people out of the timeline with mm. her and she's also she can also leave the timeline now because she has she's practiced she's beaten the torture room mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah it's, it's a really
1: clever book and it feels like y- i felt clever
0: <laughs> no no way. it does that's the thing it, <laughs> it rewards, kind of rewards you me. by being clever than you are by being that step ten, it, it's leading you all the way up to mm. it and that's what i found and that's what i hate about some books where i'm like oh i'm too clever for this book and i get to the end and i'm like nah, well yeah like i see i saw how it was moving i saw the moving parts i can yeah. enjoy it you yeah. know enjoy reading experience but it, it's i'm not saying i'm too clever for it like and I've talked about this with spoilers before, <laughs> I want to be rewarded for...
1: But in the kind of, being... like, good good kind of balance, well, you it, kind it's of want way. to solve some bits, yes. but then still being the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Let yeah. me put it
0: this way, sometimes you can, uh, if I split it over uh, different works of art, I want to feel too clever for any work of art or any story, any movie or any book, about 80% of the time, hmm. But then when it's cleverer than me and Mm -hmm. I'm caught out, that 20% of the time makes that 20% feel special. Mm. But I can't get that 20% if I don't also feel clever 80% of the time. But also, if I was being surprised 80% of the time and only knew what was going on 20% of the time, I'd be on the other side. It would be too frustrated. So it's either boring or frustration. And when I'm in that flow, you need need 80% kind of downtime and 20% like... Uh, mind being blown. Yes. But you can only get mind being blown if 80% of the time you're kind of within your reading level yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah,
1: exactly. And this book, like,
0: no, is, this book generally, we, no, generally no,
1: no, this book. we are kind of, like, separate. You yeah. get things way earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. than I do. And and then I'm still like, oh, I have no idea what's happening.
0: Oh. No, but here's what I'm saying. That was split apart into different books, into different works, into different movies. Yeah. What's great about this book, The Light Brigade, is that I get that 80-20 kind of thing mm. in the book. Mm. Like in the book, 80% of the time I'm like, oh, I'm clever enough for this book, I'm clever enough, this. this is going all that. And then there's 20% of, the, like 20% of the book where I was like, oh, I just didn't see this last 20% or I didn't yes. understand 20% of what was going on and how clever it was. Yeah. And then it was blown away. Now this time, as I was reading back through it, mm. I was like, oh, and I, was, I got that same kind of thing because I was like, oh, 80%, I know exactly what's going on here because I read the book before, I know the overall structure. But 20% of the time, they I am being blown st- away yeah. by, oh, this was all like, set up. Underneath. This is, yeah, 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 underneath this is doing, so it's yes. great. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, an amazing book that st- surprisingly stood up the sec- on the second read. Yeah, And, again, there's there's a few books which do this to me. But when these books come along, I'm like, oh, this is really special. Like, yeah. And I wasn't just being caught out that it was a really great book the first time around. Like... You know, I'm sure if I... Re- we, we gave The Martian five stars, but that was mostly because we were listening to it together and we were doing the problem-solving at the same time and yeah. we were trying to think of things before Mark Watney did. Yeah. And then we saw the movie. I've seen the movie three times now so oh, I've only
1: seen it once, yeah.
0: yeah. But the thing is, it's a movie that you can put on again and you're just like, oh, this is actually just a good movie all yeah. the way through. Like, you, yeah. you have that same experience. But I reckon if I read the book again, I'd be like, oh, this isn't... You know, this isn't as good but Also,
1: didn't the edit, because we listened to the unedited... I don't, un- don't want to get like, into those details, yeah. but I'm
0: just saying, that's a book full of pop culture references, and I'm like, maybe those don't hold up. Maybe they're not as fun when, I, like, I'm recognising the lyric of the song before you do, and yeah. it's not a joint experience. But this is one I read again, and would be happy to read again in the future, in yeah. the same way that I'm, I'm happy to read Player of Games, um, and Use of Weapons by Ian M. Banks multiple times. I've read yeah. them both multiple times. Yeah. i am happy to read um, uh, Nine Fox Gambit multiple times. 1984 I would read multiple times, although yeah. that's not a five-star book It's a 4.9 star book. It just was- because at one point he sits down and fucking reads a history book. Just th- that one thing okay. knocks it down by w- w- t- one-tenth of a star. And there's these other five-star books. Actually, I should just go along it, here. Has a
1: Slot to... Does five, five stars for years well, well? I've never
0: read that more than once. I've only okay. read that one, once. Oh, Man in the High Castle, that's a book that I've read... Uh, or maybe I've only read that twice. Um, and Diaspora, which is by Greg Egan, which is the last book that I gave five stars. I, oh no, I did give a book five stars in 2018. Uh, and War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, you know, these books for me are like peak science fiction and there's a reason why they're like so many of the books reference them because they are, there's a reason that they're great and that they tickle my brain.
1: I still remember this one book, The Sparrow.
0: Yeah, The Sparrow. Did you give
1: that five stars
0: Uh, Sparrow, let's have a quick Sparrow. Did you read that book? No. Uh, I did give The Sparrow five stars. Because I I don't think that's a book. I would would not give that five stars a second time. Okay. I, I, I don't want to read that book again because it gave me an experience. That
1: is like a one...
0: Which is, I think that's a one-shot, five-star book. I think if I read that book again, because it is quite long, yeah. and a lot of these books are quite short. They're like brisk, you are over, yeah. there's yeah. lots of stuff going on. Yes. And The Sparrow is very good, but it was definitely a journey that it took me on not knowing what was coming up. And I mm. don't think there's enough in that book for a second read-through to get the, the same amount of enjoyment, even though it's different enjoyment because you mm. know what's happening. It would be, be the same kind of enjoyment. Yeah. So, yeah... Um, you should read The Sparrow.
1: You're sure? Yeah. Because I remember it being like something with religion Oh yeah, and... it's very religious. It's
0: about Catholics in space. It's good. It's very good. It's very do you think good. I
1: could get something out of it?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, very much so. Okay. Uh, other books. Neil Stevenson's uh, Stevenson uh, with Anathem. I'm never reading that book again because it's about it's five thousand pages long. They are always long. like oh,
1: chunky. But, chunky I, I mean,
0: really enjoyed it. It re. Yeah. This is the thing that I remember someone saying on a podcast. I can't remember which, part, probably the Incomparable podcast, where you read a book and it reprograms your brain. Like these okay. are books which reprogram my brain. Like I right. when I'm thinking. You think about, you
1: have a certain set of like yeah, oh, I've this this got rules. This yeah. is how
0: the world works. This is yeah. how this works. And then you watch them like you are saying the first time you saw the Matrix and you're blown away by it because of course now all those ideas when i saw i
1: saw it when it came, when it came out will, and i was still
0: yeah. young yeah you'd been like 16 or something like that
1: i was young 15? um so yeah. and and that was like just mind-blowing uh, and this is amazing yeah if yeah, you have an experience because if you're and then,
0: 14 and you've never had you never heard a discussion about free will before <laughs> you're like
1: oh no well, I had, it? <laughs> but like it, it was it was kind of like oh no actually am i living this oh am i just thinking i'm living oh yep. no all
0: right then let's uh let's uh, wrap it up there okay because we've been talking an hour about a book that I've already talked about an hour. This is a second 2nd second hour-long episode about a book that I like. True. Anyway, I'm giving this book five stars. And here it comes. Will this book also get five stars from Juliana for it to keep its five-star status on both read-throughs? And I don't think any book has got five stars both times because when, we, when I read Player of Games or when we did Player of Games the second time, I gave it five stars and you only gave it four stars. So I ended up at like 4.5 yeah. stars. I was like, no! Let so me, what are you thinking? Let
1: me have a look. I already wrote stuff. Um... I'm sorry, oh, this takes a bit now.
0: The Alistair Reynolds book, The Prefect, when when we listened to that the second time, I gave it four stars the first time through, and the second time I think, I, it, I think it went up and it had it actually gained more because again yes. I listened to it with you yeah, and, on a tr- uh, and I knew what was happening journey. and I could see all the story words yeah. behind it, which is what Alice Reynolds does very well. Look at this. What's that? You gave it five stars on Goodreads, so does it? Are you, is it? But it's a real five stars. It's not it like. Is a, a real. Four, no, oh, no, I,
1: it is a real five star book because wow, that because is impressive. I, I went into it and I thought at the beginning, oh no, this is like a, a war kind of. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to read about oh no but then as it like went on I felt like oh, oh this is clever <laughs> all
0: the best war movies are anti-war movies I know all the best war books are anti-war books like yes.
1: yeah that's true and that's the thing that you I you have to get
0: through the war and I war... think when I was saying before about gangster, bu- gangster movies all the best gangster movies aren't anti-gangster movies, whereas all the best war movies are anti-war movies. Do you understand what I'm saying about that? Like, it, I can enjoy a war movie because what it's presenting is something which isn't an ideal, which is meant to be which emulated that, and look, good. war yeah. is stupid. Yeah. All the best war movies say, oh, that was a stupid idea, oh, <laughs> yes. everyone died, that was a yeah. waste. Yes. You know, all these military science fiction books like at the end of, uh, like the end of Ender's Game, it's sort yeah. of like, oh, in this big war that you're having and that you did this xenocide, you like wiped out an entire way, it, it was all a misunderstanding because they were just the hive mind and if one or two of them died, it doesn't really matter. So when they came in and killed a few of you, you know, and all of these military science fiction books have that turn at the end, where it's sort of like, oh, it's all a misunderstanding. And, you know, at the end of the movie, uh, Starship Troopers. I can't remember the end of the book so well, but at the end of the movie, they're like, "Oh, what's it thinking?" The the, the yeah. guy you can mind was it? Oh, it's afraid, and we're like, "Yeah, they're afraid of us." And they're like, "Oh no!" Are oh, no, oh, they no. They, oh, were no. Just, they were just animals. they were afraid of you. And this whole thing was because you were attacking. And there was this man. You're like, "Oh no!" Oh, no. <laughs> was, Forever War was the same kind of thing, you know. And all of these like anti. All these yeah, you, the, you the get great war stories. It, it,
1: the, the, at the beginning, you think like, oh, it's trying to yeah, sell yeah, yeah, war. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, then even it, if
0: it's not trying to sell war, because like yeah. you don't watch you don't watch the opening of like uh, you don't watch the opening of um, uh, Saving Private Ryan and go, oh, that was a really good idea. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's talking about the sacrifice of war, but it's also talking about the horror of war yeah. and the death and, and what the it destruction and the cost of war. Yeah. Whereas these uh, so many of these gangster movies are just like, oh, here's a fun story about people with guns getting suitcases full of money, and I'm just like. Mm. where was the reflection anyway yeah i totally understand about people not being able to uh, cope with war stories though yes because it is it is hard it is, it hard. is hard
1: and it is hard uh, but this this book kind of has so many layers that yeah it's just it's good uh, really really good
0: good five stars
1: five stars all when the i post on. this
0: i'm gonna tag cameron hurley in, and this time she probably won't <laughs> listen to it because she was annoyed at the previous review but yeah
1: Um, It just underlines how good this book is.
0: I just want to say, Cameron Hurley, if you're listening to this episode, probably not, but if you happen to listen to this one, thank you so much for writing a book which can reprogram my brain, which can delight me on a second read-through, that, and also, that again, I can give to Yuliana, Yuliana <laughs> gives me five stars. That doesn't happen very often, where I can be like, oh, there's a five-star book, and you read it and just go, ah oh, no, I wasn't into it. And I'm like, this book from the 1990s is so great. And you give it, and you're like, oh, no, it's full of racism and sexism. You know, it's so great to yeah. just get a book where I'm just like, I can I can so, unabashedly say, yeah. read this book. And you're like, oh, and you're, and you're getting the references. You're getting all that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. It's just yeah. so great. So Cameron Hurley, thank you for writing a book and doing the cool things with the gender and all that kind of stuff, which we, we love here at the SFBRP. That's it's our jam. very nice. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, an hour, talking that, about a book. That's it. That's it. Email me, luke at juggler for any questions or suggestions or any... Actually, if you've got a book suggestion...
1: You're currently but, not time travel.
0: Yeah, no time travel. I like, just started a new book.
1: Is it time travel? I
0: forgot it was time travel.
1: Oh, no! <laughs>
0: I don't want to say what book it is. Well, here's the thing. It's called The Quantum Magician. The first book was called The Quantum Magician. Yes. And the twist... Not the big twist, but as it goes through, it's revealed that there's a time travel thing element to it.
1: Yeah, this is also on my list. This is some, somewhere on my list. But it,
0: it mentions that there's time travel, or there's time travel at the start of the book. Oh, was
1: so the second in the series?
0: Yeah, the second in the series. Uh. But at the start of the first book, it goes, oh, and these, this thing did a cool time travel thing where they went back in time and gave information to previous people, so then the next set of scientists could do research on it, But to, so causality didn't break, the researchers weren't allowed to talk to each other, but they could pass research back in time ta- the research results back in time and other people could work on it so it's this they accelerated the technology
1: like, that's like what? 15 life of harry august
0: kind of yeah but in a way that you're never allowed to meet anybody else who's ever time traveled because it breaks causality right. so let's mention at the start and then like and they created this really cool technology and now there has to be a heist to get them through these portholes whatever like that and all the way through i'm like but what about the time travel stuff the time travel stuff is like the most interesting thing and then there's like two-thirds of the book where it's never mentioned <laughs> and then at the end they're like oh and by the way that time travel stuff and i was like yes the time travel stuff <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, now you're
1: creating more time travel and, then, and stuff.
0: then like in the in the first chapter or the second chapter of this book which i just started listening to last night and they're like alright that time and travel thing the- in the first <laughs> book and I was like no. oh this is going to be a time travel I forgot about the I mean it's very limited time travel they can only okay. go back but it was I'm good like, with oh, time, time
1: travel time for travel. now I want to just read uh, some other um... but
0: I'd forgotten about the time travel in the first book because there's so much other stuff like oh the characters and the person who lives in, underwater yeah. and this other there's the bomb person there's yeah. the, 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 the hacker there's oh a- I have one question oh yeah what's, um, what book are you reading uh,
1: currently I just read a, I'm reading a sample of a book because that book isn't available in the library yet so i'm reading the sample and it's called the blind assassin by margaret atwood any okay. any any nope. anything on it
0: never really read margaret atwood okay. oh except the oryx and craig uh series series yeah. i i mean sure i'd get into it more i did enjoy that the first book in that series quite a lot actually all of the books are good but like in different ways okay um i don't know i've never really been captured by margaret atwood in 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 the ways that other people have
1: yeah yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm reading this, and it's a um, weird writing style.
0: Yeah, she she very um, so much considers know... herself a literary author yeah. who sometimes has uh, science, science fictional elements yes. in it. But and she's I very... can see that
1: because it's 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 in a, it's the science fiction is based as a story in a story.
0: Yes, so it's great to be a literary author to do that. But what I've read from her approach is she's not she doesn't work in the same place as say like this this Cameron uh, Cameron Hurley novel is playing, which is acknowledging that it's a science fiction book and maximizing its potential as a science fiction book to talk about all the things she takes
1: science fiction as. A fiction
0: no she, in she's, she's working from a literature point of view yeah. where it's about you know humans and internal stuff and all the stories mm. and character stuff and then has some layers of science fictional mm. stuff on top of it which mm-hmm. is fine no, mm-hmm. not a complaint i'm just saying it doesn't land it doesn't resonate with me in the same way so mm. i don't have any opinion so about might, this book i, I might continue really uh, getting
1: actually that book out but maybe
0: okay not. So, uh, so yeah I'm, I'm doing the quantum Garden is the follow-up. The ah. Quantum Magician. I thought it was Quantum Thief, but The Quantum Thief is another, another book <laughs> which actually has the, the the first book should have been called Quantum Thief, but that name was already taken, so yeah. it's Quantum Magician. Now, this one's called The Quantum Garden, and I, even when I typed it in, I was like, what's the follow-up book to oh, The Quantum and the, Thief? And, and it came up with some, you know, Prince of Summer, and I was like, hmm, I'm sure that wasn't the book no. that someone recommended to me. Anyway, someone recommended and, uh, it to me.
1: Uh, and then I just read something in The 15 Life of Harry August about The Quantum Mirror. It's kind of like...
0: Yeah. Quantum... Quantum's a good word. Quantum night. You remember quantum night? <laughs> yes. Please don't... Okay, no. let's let's, uh, let's wrap it up there. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what I'm trying to say is if you go over to the Science Fiction Book Review podcast listener group on goodreads.com yes. and recommend a book to me there, yeah. I'll probably read it. If you just say, oh, this is this person's first novel that they've published, I probably won't read it. Or this is a self-published novel, I probably won't read it. But if you say, I've read this book and then someone else... and, and you- I can't remember what someone said. They said, you read this first book and really enjoyed it. The next book in the series is out. Read it, and I'm like,
1: buy yes. on Audible,
0: <laughs> one click listen yeah. now. You know,
1: and, the, and and unfortunately we can't now uh, um, tell people to go on Audible and listen to the Light Brigade because. You shouldn't have listened to this podcast. Oh, you shouldn't have pot- listened to it. But Cast, if you, if you, you
0: haven't, have gone, <laughs> go to, no, to audibletrial.com forward slash SFBIP and you can listen to The Light Brigade for free. Also, you can listen to The Quantum Magician for free. One of these books you can get for free. And then you have a, a rolling a rolling account where you get another book, audiobook every yeah. month um, if you sign up. And doing that also supports the the podcast, etc. And we need the support because we're moving house
1: and, uh, next month. And I'm probably getting more into audiobooks now. And Juliana is going Let's to have see. a
0: commute and she might need to, to... I'm going to give her my Audible login to go back through all the books that I've already listened to. Let's see how that works out. Anyway, that's it from us. Five-star books, even second time around. Thanks a lot yes. for listening and we'll catch you next time.
1: Goodbye.